0: Welcome to Ignition Point, the show that's here to get you fired up and ready to win the week. If you're looking to amplify your mindset with a fresh perspective, you're in the right place. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven Miller, and this is Ignition Point, the show that gets you fired up and ready to win the week. I'm so glad you're tuning in because this episode is going to be awesome. Today, I'm excited to welcome Amy Tyre. If that name sounds familiar, it's because at the tail end of last season, her other half, Dan Tyre, joined me for an elevating talk on attitude. Much like Dan, Amy is all about helping people to live their best lives. And she's doing a ton in the pursuit of that mission. She teaches a full schedule of yoga classes, studies yoga philosophy, mentors young professionals and sits on the board of the Women's Leadership Institute. Amy also loves to co-keynote with her husband. While Dan is all about the high-velocity side of growth, Amy is all about the transformational side that she's learned from studying yoga over the last two decades. Amy's discovered that yoga is much more about the mind than it is about a physical practice. While the physical element can be powerful, it's just one part of a time-honored tradition that's made a lasting change in her life. Now she shares from her experience in the hope that her stories might spark others to transform their own lives. So let's get after it. Here to help guide your transformation and share her thoughts on gratitude, this is Amy Tyre.
1: Are we the masters of our mind or are our minds the masters of us? Gratitude helps us to retrain our minds. To dig into this a little deeper, we've got to understand a little bit about yoga philosophy. Basically, yoga philosophy is a prescription to how to live a happier and healthier life. And I believe it's just as relevant or maybe even more relevant today than it was thousands of years ago. The yogis tell us that the key to a happy and a healthy life is the right food, the right sleep, the right exercise, and the right thoughts at the right time. Sounds fairly simple, doesn't it? But it's really not simple at all. It's pretty complex. Each one affects the other. So if we don't sleep well, most likely we don't feel like exercising. Or if we don't sleep well, maybe we eat the wrong foods. So how do we change that? And the answer is by becoming self-aware. It's what the ancient Greeks meant when they wrote on the entrance to the Apollo temple, know thyself. The first step to transformation is awareness. We have to know that something is there in order to begin to change. So for instance, if the tissues of the body are tight and pulling the knee out of alignment, we need to know the tissues are tight so we can begin to reverse that process before we get injured in the knees. The same is true for our behaviors. So our behavior starts with our thoughts. It's thoughts before speech. Speech becomes actions. Actions become habits. So let's start with our thoughts. When we're unaware of our thoughts, our mind controls us. We react. That's why we yell at our spouse or we eat the chocolate cake that isn't good for us. We stay up too late watching Netflix. They're all patterns of behavior. This is what the yogis call samskaras. Samskaras is a Sanskrit word that means same actions. Some meaning same, skaras meaning action, same action or habits. The more we do the same thing, the more we reinforce those habits. And the only way to reverse it is to create the opposite pattern. And in time, the opposite pattern cancels out the negative pattern. So let's talk about gratitude as an example. Gratitude is important twofold. It's important for ourselves individually and to be grateful for what we have or what we've been given. And then it continues to expand. So I'm grateful for the challenges that I've experienced in my life because that's when the greatest transformation has happened. That transformation and that growth would not have happened without those challenges. So as difficult as they were at the time, I'm grateful for them. That's the internal, that's the individual gratitude. External gratitude is being grateful to others. That's super important because you're reinforcing the great things that others are doing for you. So if you want them to do more of it and you want them to feel appreciated and you want them to feel great, express gratitude. Is it easy or is it hard? Surprisingly, the studies show it's hard. Most people notice what goes wrong more than they notice what goes right. That's because we're hardwired in with a negativity bias. It's because as animals, we're predisposed to see the negative to keep us safe. We're constantly scanning for where the potential risks are. So think of someone in your life or someone you know who tends towards the negative. Are they living their best life? Gratitude is the opposite of seeing the negative. Gratitude shifts us into the positive. We begin to see the glass half full versus seeing the glass half empty. So when we're grateful, we feel better. We become better. We're more fulfilled. What does fulfilled mean? It means filled up. With gratitude, we fill ourselves up. Gratitude makes what we have enough. It's beneficial for us individually, but it's important in our relationships and it's especially important in leadership. It was Maya Angelou who said, people don't remember what you said. They remember how you made them feel. Gratitude helps make people feel appreciated. Gratitude helps boost morale and contribute to people feeling more fulfilled. And authentic gratitude and appreciation builds trust. To be effective, it should be brief inarguable, and describe how you personally were impacted. Let me give you an example. Years ago, when I was sitting with a therapist and I was complaining to the therapist, why do I have to thank my husband for emptying the dishwasher? And she said to me, do you want him to empty the dishwasher? And I said, yes, I do. And she said, then thank him. So what holds us back? What's in our way? The first is failure to notice. That's where practice comes in. With regular practice, we can create a new habit. That's how we change our samskaras, by creating new samskaras that then replace the old scars. Remember samskara, same action. We create a new habit to replace the old habit. Second thing that holds us back, expectations. Taking things for granted. When we expect something, we tend not to pay attention to it. As an example, your garbage man takes your trash away. He's just doing his job. Are you thankful for your garbage man taking your trash away? Or think of the person or multiple people on an assembly line in China that put together your iPhone. And the third is we fall into the trap of feeling entitled. If gratitude doesn't cost us anything and it has so many benefits, how do we cultivate a habit of gratitude? Gratitude's like a muscle. We can build it with practice. So here's the challenge. Every morning when you wake up or every night before you go to bed, Write down three things you're grateful for. And as you begin to focus on life's gifts, you'll begin to see more of those gifts. We all have our own special gifts and our special gifts to share with the world. And we each have our own unique purpose to share with the world. And that's where true happiness and fulfillment comes from is when we learn our Dharma. Dharma is a Sanskrit word loosely translated as life purpose. What it really means is divinely inspired. Often the things that we did when we were young point us in the direction of our dharma. They point us in the direction of the things we're really meant to do. I have two brothers who are engineers and they were building cities from the time that they were three years old. That's dharma. When we uncover and we live our dharma, that's where true fulfillment comes from. So you've given me the opportunity today to fulfill my dharma. I believe that part of my dharma is to take yoga philosophy and share it to a broader audience because it's about being a human being.
0: When you're caught up in the daily blitz of notifications and the nonstop noise created by modern media, you quickly overlook the importance of things like gratitude. Some might say it's because you take parts of your life for granted. But after thinking about the constant stream of positive stimuli we receive day in and day out, I'd say it's probably got more to do with blissful ignorance. But that's still a really bad excuse for not practicing appreciation in your life. Exercising gratitude in your life has a lot of value. As Amy said, it shifts the negative into the positive, but it does a lot more than that. It enhances relationships by showing others that their actions matter. It teaches positive reinforcement by encouraging appreciated behavior. It even shows bystanders that they too should spread more positivity out in the world. So if you've been overlooking gratitude, you can start making an effort this week, and you don't even have to start big. Remember those two types of gratitude? There's the more reflective of the two, like being thankful for the life you lead. That's called internal gratitude, which doesn't even require you to buy stationery for thank you notes. And then there's external gratitude, like telling your parents that you're grateful for how much they've taught you in life. In my opinion, external gratitude is the easiest place to start. There are so many people who influence or affect positive change in your life. There's the barista or broista who makes your coffee. The team members who contribute to your vision. Or the friends and family who are there for you in your time of need. People who support your lifestyle, your success, and your dreams. Have you thanked any of them lately? You don't need to make any grand gestures. You can start by showing them the kindness of letting them know that you noticed their effort. Just start by saying, I love the way you did X, Y, or Z. It really made my day. When you give recognition, you foster feelings of appreciation and you haven't even said the words thank you. That's just one example of the many forms that external gratitude can take. But if you're feeling eager, you can write thank you notes. You can buy somebody lunch or go out on a limb and just say thank you. Amy laid out the only real qualifiers for gratitude. So let those be your guide. Your gesture should be brief, inarguable, and describe how you personally were impacted. So go out of your way and tell someone you appreciate them or their hard work. Amy challenged you to write down three things you're grateful for each day, but I'd like to give you a different kind of challenge this month. Join me in writing one thank you note a week through November. It doesn't have to be a novel, but thanks someone in your life for making your day brighter. Then, at the bottom of that note, encourage the person you're writing to write a thank you note of their own. Who knows, maybe by the end of this month, this gesture will shift 10, 20, 50, or even 100 people out of their negative bias and into a positive perspective, guided by an attitude of gratitude. I'd like to give a big thank you to Amy Tyre for contributing to this week's show. Yoga used to be considered a luxury for a small subset of people, but today, yoga has become a necessity for many. If you consider yourself one of those people, or you're interested in incorporating some yoga to uplift your life, you should check out Amy's practices called Yoga for Awakening Joy, which are designed specifically to help alleviate the symptoms of anxiety and depression. You can find more information on that and her full teaching schedule at yogaforjoy.com. That's yoga, Y-O-G-A, four, F-O-R, dash joy, dot com. For the easiest way to connect with Amy, check out this episode's show notes at decisiveleap.com slash ignitionpoint. There you'll find links to her social accounts, her contact info, and more bonus content. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the show with someone you think it would help. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it would make my day if you'd take a second to leave a review for the show. Otherwise, you're always welcome to send your thoughts and feedback to me directly by emailing steven at decisiveleap.com. Brand new episodes of Ignition Point are available every Monday, so be sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, so stay motivated and keep moving forward. If you put in the hard work right now, one day you could be the one motivating the world with your story. I'll look forward to speaking with you next time on another Ignition Point. Now get on out there and win the week.